The director, Nadine Angel-Clutter, is the director um, of something called The Last Speaker, and it champions a disappearing tongue where uh, she's looking at the language of her grandmother, Katrina Isau, who was the last living fluid speaker of this ancient San language. And um, we thought we'd try and get a little bit more insight from her, but also the director, Omelga Mtiana, who is the director of something called, uh, is also, okay, now I'm getting completely confused. I've got, okay, the notes I have are completely confusing. So let me just find out. Omelga Mtiana, you're the director of The Last Speaker, or Nadine Angel Kluter, you are the director. <laughs> I, have, I have notes um, in front of so. me which are saying, I have Nadine Angel Kluter, director of Gorilla Garden. Then I have director Nadine Angel Kluter's The Last Speaker. And then I have Gorilla Garden, directed by Emolga Ntiana. So I'm not sure. I'm giving up completely, handing it over to my producers, and I'm going to ask you which one is it. Okay. Hi, Michelle. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Thank you. (laughs) It's Nadine speaking. Yes. So I'm, I'm the director of The Last Speaker. Okay. Just to, just to clarify that Oma Katrina is not my grandmother. Yeah. Um, Claudia Sneiman is her granddaughter, and the film features both Claudia and her, and her grandmother, Oma Katrina, who is the last fluent speaker of the new language. So, so what was the decision to go with this particular narrative? I mean, it's a great story, and I mean, it's even further highlighted given what we were all talking about this week. No, definitely. I think, you know, what what got me excited to tell the story was when I heard the call out by Africa Direct, you know, that Africans should come and tell, you know, stories about Africa by Africans. And I felt that when people tell the story of the Koi on the sun, you know, it's mostly outside of folks coming to tell the stories and they just create a very stereotyped um, image of the Koi and the sun. And so I thought, because I know Claudia and Oma Katina so well, and because we mm. worked together before, I thought here's my opportunity to tell the story, you know, from my perspective, um, and and just to like um, to show them exactly as they are, to 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 communicate the experience exactly how they are experiencing yeah. it, um, and which is not, you know, this outsider. Um, you know, European or American view, but really yeah. just rooted in African authenticity. So, Nadine, if you look at this particular story and the work that um, you've been doing with Claudia Sneeman and her grandmother, what are yeah. some of the things that have come out for you around language, around the disappearing of language, and what that means for culture as well? When we look at the language, is identity, it is culture. Once people get removed from the land, um, you know, it means it means so many things. Mm. Um, language is rooted to the land as well. Um, and their, their language, you know, was practically hit out of them, um, you know, by the colonial forces. And for me, it just, it just speaks because I'm so passionate about themes of history and identity, um, you know, it speaks to the loss of language happened because people were then made to feel ashamed of themselves. And so we have to 
make sure that those language does not disappear, that we try and popularize it in some ways, because yeah. we should not allow ourselves again to repeat that, that anyone ever feels ashamed of who they are just because of what they look like or what their language sounds like. Or the loss of that language. I mean, once you exactly. lose the language, you're silenced. And, and, exactly. and, and the very narrative is disappears. Exactly um, I think one thing that was interesting for me um, while making the film was, so we did almost a two-night speech of Afrikaans as well as Nu, and the sound person pointed out to me that when Oma Katina speaks in mood, she actually speaks louder. <laughs> wow. And that just tells you so much. Yeah, she feels maybe more confident or whatever. Yes. Nadine, this is one of the documentaries, and we'll go to Amulga, who is uh, the director of Guerrilla Garden. It's one of two South African documentaries which are taking place as part of the Al Jazeera English um, Africa Direct uh, series. What's fabulous about this is that I suppose it does start to introduce you and your work and, in fact, the stories you're telling to a very diverse audience. Definitely. I think um, it's one of the first works of mine that are, you know, that's going to premiere on such an international platform. Mm. Um, so I really look forward to the feedback because while, while the story might be so unique to South Africa, and to a certain experience, I believe it is also universal, you know, especially to all indigenous people in the world. Yeah. Well, what date is your particular documentary, The Last Speaker, going to take place? It streams on the 13th of December. 13th of December. Yes. Okay, part of season two of Africa Direct. Yes. Fantastic. Amalgam Ntiana, director of Gorilla Garden, I love the... Um, the, the, the plot, I suppose one could call it, of this particular documentary, a gardening collective which is part of like a guerrilla process. I love it. Um, in Kailicha, maybe just because I love the idea of gardening, but I also just love the idea of like where you can garden and what that means about questions of land. I mean, interesting that Nadine was talking about language and land and gardening and land and so much, so much more. Amalga, Tell us a little bit more about Guerrilla Garden, which is also going to be on the Africa Direct series. Okay, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Um, yeah, the Guerrilla Garden um, is started by Kabambola uh, from Ekailicha. And he sort of invites uh, his neighbors and anyone who's willing to come and, and, and plant. So they target a disused land and they convert it into a food forest. And basically what they're saying is that anyone can come and plant so that mm. anyone can have access to food. No one can go to bed hungry. Yes. You know, um, so uh, also what's wonderful about this is that um, uh, they exchange. If you have seedlings and you have seeds and someone else, you know, don't uh, have a manure and you know, they exchange the, those as well in order to be able to just continue with this gardening. Um, so, yeah, it's inspired by the concept of Ujama from Tanzania, mm. of um, an economic um, a collective where people come together and, and, and plant food. So, as you know, um, that there is, you know, the issue with food, food prices as, yeah. as this guy will We were it. talking about that just earlier, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, but people can actually use land, you know, um, to plant, but even, not even, you know, what, what Ukaba encourages everyone is that even at their homes, 
So there isn't even an excuse of saying that, you know, I don't have land or my space is small, but there are innovative ways that you can use to plant and you can um, you can have food at the end of the day. So also what's special about this garden is that it's not fenced. So anyone from um, the area can access it. If you feel like, okay, you're not going to have food for the night, you can go there and, and access the food and, and, and go and, and, feed, and feed your kids, you know. Um, so as, as you said, it's in Kailicha and it's a community. What I like about it, you know, as you know, the whole thing, theme of um, Africa Direct, African filmmakers making films about Africa is that, you know, Kailicha also looks like the place where I was born in in Inanda, I was born in, in Stop 8. So those are places that, you know, one can look at them and undermine them. But yet in Kailicha, where, um, as in Jovin, where the garden is, there's a young woman, Portia, who's studying horticulture, you know, and, and, and her mother, who's also um, really uh, motivating in, in terms of, of planting the garden. And, and you get this young man, uh, Za, who is, you know, um, into hip-hop, and, um, you, you know, many, many other people who are really doing positive things. But also as what Mkaba is saying is that we can never wait for someone to come and save us. Um, hmm. So he says that we are the ones that we've been waiting for. So um, we have to do something for ourselves. We cannot say, okay, now we're hungry. What are we going to Go and mm. do something about it. Yeah. You know, it, we were talking about this yesterday, actually. We were just talking about how um, side gardens, like if you're walking through a neighborhood, and then often what you do is you see people just take over the, 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 the verge, which is apparently illegal, but and, and the irritating part is that you can't always walk on it. But having said that, do you remember the story of the guy who like use, was using his verge to plant all sorts of vegetables? And it was kind of like, there was a lot of conversation around, very positive conversation, but uh, also there was a conversation around who like owned the verge. And, and in the end, it was like, well, it doesn't matter who owns the verge. It, it actually matters that vegetables are being grown and that food is available and that here is something which talks to a real sense of community. Is that really something that you're focusing on? Yes, um, it gives a sense of Ubuntu, you know, um, uh, because that's what they're doing. They're saying, um, because we're doing this together, so it means that anyone can also have access to it. Um, so it's not a private space where someone is just planting their own food and saying, you know, you cannot just come and help yourself. But it's a space that is just, um, it's, it's for everyone really, you know, and, and that's what it encourages. It says food is free, you know, to say that, you know, you can always um, have access to, to, to this garden. You can always have, have, have food and encouraging others also to, to, to do the same. Oh, you, I swear, I listen to this and I'm, it makes me want to go and dig a hole somewhere and plant some spinach. <laughs> <laughs> it really is wonderful. Uh, Omalga, if people are interested in watching this uh, documentary, let, what, how can they do it and where and how, etc.? Yeah, so uh, my film is going to be showed, shown on the 27th of December or on Al Jazeera, so um, they can see it um, then. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Margaret Mtiana, director of uh, Gorilla Garden, such a great topic, the idea of how we grow food, where we grow food, how it links to issues of culture, how it links to issues of land 
and the politics of land in this country as well. So really, really interesting. Both those documentaries will be on the Africa Direct series season two for Al Jazeera taking place in December or January.